it's about time for Trash Talk. And this week, the Queens of Green are back as Marcy Trent Long speaks with Green Queen founder Sonali Figueres about new eco-friendly packaging ideas and how to be more mindful of packaging and the allure of it when beauty shopping. Hello, Trash Talk listeners. As we all know, one of the banes of a trash talker existence is packaging. It's used as a marketing tool for many products to entice us to purchase. And women in particular are especially targeted when it comes to beauty products. If the packaging looks expensive, well, then we assume that the product is luxurious, high-end, and really effective. But all that is changing now, and luckily, the Queen of Green is here with us today to dispel some of these myths. Welcome back to the show, Sonali Figueres. Hi, Marcy. Notice that Figueres. <laughs> <laughs> to add in the Latin Perfect. side of you. Perfectly said. <laughs> so great to be back. How are you, Marcy? Thanks Wonderful. for having me. Yep. Straight out of quarantine, and I can still think. Barely talk, but <laughs> I can still think. Legend. What's up with Green Queen website these days? Any exciting new projects? Well, we are honestly continuing our mission to really connect climate to the other industries. Um, what else? We've expanded very globally. So we now work with global brands. We are, we've made the team bigger. We're working on adding another writer because as incredible as Sally is, she can't keep doing just everything herself. <laughs> Um, we've got our Asia Alt Protein report, the, the 2021 version that we're working on. We're going to launch a new alt fashion newsletter. It's going to be all about kind of the alternative fashion scene. So sustainable and eco and oh, that's upcycle great. fashion. Yeah, um, because, because there's we, so many different alternatives now, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And there's going to be a really great feature in it, which is a sneaker column, which is my favorite. So with packaging, you recently wrote a really interesting article, mm -hmm. you and Sally, about packaging startups and their innovative ideas. So go Absol through that. Absolutely. So we featured in what are, in my opinion, um, I, I made this selection of really some of the most exciting packaging companies in the world. And packaging is an area that is ripe for disruption. Um, and, and the other thing with the problem with packaging is we need to get better about making sure everything's verified and certified because you can't just go around having the compostable word slapped on to any packaging, much like organic, which was until it was regulated properly was a word that was just thrown around. And I think we need we need to focus on certified um, packaging companies. But the other thing is kind of more kind of reusable solutions. So one of the packaging companies we feature is is called Pakurang. And it's a it's a Norwegian company that does these reusable uh, mailer bags to send envelopes and mail. And so they get reused. And the, the, the company has sort of like a circular approach. So that's really interesting. Yeah, that's super interesting. Another really awesome one is a, a one called Not Pla, which is in the UK. And they use a mix of seaweed and other polymers to create these dissolvable sachets, which are ideal for things like single-use sauces or condiments. And as you know, we need solutions for this ASAP because the pandemic has meant that food delivery has just skyrocketed across the world. And very honestly, we believe that a lot of that gain will, will remain in the market. We actually think the restaurant industry is going to go through a huge upheaval. And, and I think people are going to stick to delivery and only for special occasions kind of go back to going into restaurants really? as much. Wow. Just as until we really feel there is a, a feeling that it, it is very safe 
you know, and, and, and kind of virus free. And I, I think we're a long way from that. So I think 2021 is definitely going to be full of, you know, food delivery being a main way of people enjoying meals. Yeah. Um, and we need more solutions for that. So NotPla has this option where the, the sachets are edible. They're dissolvable. It's fantastic. And so when they dissolve, though, do they create a microplastic? I mean, that's basically no, they that's don't. the big no, they problem. Don't. No, right. they don't. And that's the same. So that's highlighting that the you know the problem with a lot of the bioplastics is that you you put them in water to dissolve, and all it does is create microplastics in the ocean. This is kind of for my trash talk listeners, and and so therefore not all bioplastics are actually good. It just depends mm-hmm. on the bioplastics. Mm-hmm. So there's a company here. You probably maybe feature them or any distinctive action. They do the invisible bag. I've heard about them, yeah. Okay, so they have this dissolvable um, uh, technology, and there are no traces of microplastic in their dissolution. And this is technology now that is getting more and more popular. Um, It's not exactly plastic, so it's not like compostable in the same way that it's made from, let's say, a paper or plant plastics, but it's a different kind of polymer that does not leave any trace and is non-toxic and is safe for, for example, um, aquatic aquatic life to consume. So okay. there's no issue. So they've yeah, made a splash. Yeah, that's huge. Um, no, just, you know, wrapping our clothes in it, you know, and medical waste or food gloves, right? Things like that. Right. Just, so, that, yeah, I don't think it's been done in, in food gloves yet. But for example, what they're doing is things like the packaging for clothes in, in factories, uh, mailer bags. This is another one. We courier companies um, waste, you know, I don't even want to say how much just tons of plastic all the time and a lot of times it has tape on it and it has inks that are dangerous so it is not recyclable in any way and if you work in an office you're getting couriers you know multiple times a day so obviously recycled paper is an option but you have to think holistically you have to think about the tape you're using the labels right (laughs) too hard right but now there are companies doing compostable mailers um, that you can literally put in your home compost. Oh, that's great. And and then there is one great company that I want to highlight that's based here also called Sustainable Planet with no E. And he has a whole line of home compostable food packaging bagasse. And that is home compostable. What do you mean? Bagasse is just a, it's a type of material. Uh. Um, home compostable means that it you do not need an industrial composter to compost it. Okay. And I think this is the big problem that's happened in the last five years is that there was a rise in usage of compostable um, food packaging and lots of restaurants to their credit spent more money, got that packaging. But the problem is it can only be broken down in an industrial composting facility of which we don't really have here. Right. Or we have a small one, but we don't have a government one and there's no collection. So you go to a takeaway, uh, like uh, like a healthy takeaway shop. You buy your you know plant based salad in your compostable packaging, and then what do you do with that packaging? Well, then that right, exactly. You throw it away. So if it's not going to a composter, so then this company it'll it's home com- compostable. So you could put it in a compost pile, or you a could compost put it- pile, but not in your trash. Still, if you, you can so- put it in your trash, and, and it will it even will degrade. in a sealed landfill, it'll. But the reality is, if you look into that further, and this has nothing to do with any of the companies, it is really not 
that advisable to throw compostable packaging into landfills because of of reasons of gases that are emitted and breaking down. That's not really what landfills should be. So we can't use that as an excuse. That goes down to that rabbit hole of just we need to separate our waste between organic and non-organic. Absolutely. And the government needs to And and this is where we did a a really good primer on all the recycling stations that are popping up. And Isn't it great? It's so great. It's the first yeah. time that we have. Yeah. Trash talkers, you should definitely look. I even forwarded it on social media. It's a really great list of all these brand new recycling centers. Yeah. And we've it was written to us by Natalie from Respectful yep. Living, who, who we you, interviewed you, you've as well. interviewed. Yeah. Um, she's a, a real zero waste activist. She really lives zero waste. And so she went and, and really tested everything. I use them myself. Oh. Um, it's just fantastic. You I can, can finally recycle my blow dryer. Are you kidding? I have so many old blow dryers. Absolutely. And before, for me, every weekend I had to spend, you know, an hour and a half going to different recyclers because I I go straight to the source and I have done for for quite a few years because I know that just putting it in the regular bins is not getting the result I want. So I was going straight to the plastic recycler, the paper recycler, the metal recycler, the electrical recycler, of course, using Hong Kong Community Compost for my compost. But now you can really do most of it at the new recycling centers and they're very the people who work there are really nice and helpful super clean you can even sign up for you know a a point system if that is your fancy um (laughs) um, hey we got to get going on beauty products yes so if i'm a user of beauty products what are some of the main things that i think of in that challenge that we were just talking about that if I'm trying to buy something that I think will be good for my face and pretty, but also that I can do something with the packaging, and this is the most important part, not spend $100 US, right? What are some of the things that I so, should look for? So, okay. The, the problem is there are so many things to do to really change your, your beauty habits to be green. And I think they don't all... You know, it's not all, I I don't have an answer that's super eco-friendly, super cheap, super easy. Like, (laughs) unfortunately, as we know, you need to pick two out of those, right? (laughs) But let's be honest. Beauty is something that people buy mostly for functionality or because it makes you feel good. And brands, you know, play on that. And a lot of brands are are built because of marketing. Um, So you are spending more on beauty because of those things. And I think that will probably always be somewhat of the case. You know, mm-hmm. otherwise, if if we all just bought simple soap and simple, you know, deodorant, if we took out all the branding and marketing, then yes, it, it probably wouldn't cost much. And you could probably make it at home with, you know, baking soda, coconut oil. and But most of us are drawn to, to beauty brands. And so I think it's okay to acknowledge that and it's okay to to go for that. But the next point comes, how do you choose your brand? But even before that, if we want to look at saving money, I think the best thing to do is to minimize your beauty routine. Do you need 20 products? Do you need 10 products? Can you do it in three or four or even two, right? Um, If you are drawn to DIY, can you make your own? And now it's easy to do that because there are bulk beauty stores selling ingredients everywhere. Um, and then that, and that's kind of fun too, right? Absolutely. Exactly. So, you know, can you get together with your girlfriends and, you know, make, lipstick together go team you know like let's do it and now in covid i mean everything's closed so exactly. might as well it's a great new hobby but if you're not the tinkerer type that's fine if you're gonna go and choose beauty products can you go naked can you choose beauty products this is a family that, show <laughs> that are you know packaging free 
So that's the ideal. Now, if you can't, if you really feel like the products aren't working for you, and this tends to be the case a lot with things like hair care or makeup, those are some, you know, a mascara is, is difficult to buy naked. I'm it not really saying is. it's not possible, mm. but there's, we still have a ways to go until we have a huge selection of those types of products that are as effective as their non-sustainable version um, and that are non-packaged. So I think it's hard. Um, but if you are going to choose a brand, can you look at the ingredient list? Can you make sure that you're not choosing toxic ingredients? you know, like triclosan or fragrance or aluminum or SLS or parabens, you know, I've got a whole list that we can go through. Can you also think about ethics of where the ingredients are sourced? There's a new movement now that's, you know, local beauty. Can you buy beauty products that, are, you know, your, what is your beauty mile? Like how far away are you from the production? Oh, cute. Beauty mile. Your love beauty it. Mile. Yes. So can you lower, <laughs> can you decrease your beauty mile? And, and, you know, that that is a little harder to do in Hong Kong. We, we don't have a ton of locally made brands, but we actually do have a fair few. We do have a we, few. We have, you yeah. know, at least 20 brands that are made here. And then it's a question of, okay, where do they get their ingredients? There's a wonderful brand. It's a brand that's sold in Live Zero Bulk Beauty. So you can get it packaging free. You can get as much as you need. And they are, it's a mom and daughter. And they make um, things like face cream. And it's actually my favorite face cream in the world. Oh, that's crazy. Um, and it's made from basically some of the byproducts of their organic garden. So it's all local herbs and plants, Super like, for fun. example, jasmine and yeah. rose. And, you know, this is, as we we're just saying, this is a great time to start a project with your kids, maybe. Like if you have a teenage kid. Maybe that's like a fun thing to it's, do. And it's there's so many recipes online. It's so easy to make things like deodorant or toothpaste is really easy. Really? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, some people will tell you you can just make toothpaste from coconut oil, baking soda, and an essential oil to flavor it. It's wow. that easy. Okay. And then you would be, you know, depends your view on fluoride, obviously. Some people prefer to avoid it, in which case make your own, right? We, yeah, yeah, yeah. To avoid it, right. And there's fluoride in the water in Hong Kong, right? They add fluoride, Right. Some people so. are really committed to having fluoride yeah. in their toothpaste, and there are some natural brands that take everything else out but keep some fluoride for, <laughs> for those folks. Um, but the other thing is think about your beauty, kind of your relationship with beauty as a whole. Like when you go and buy beauty, do you take samples? Uh, not anymore. Right. right. So because can, of can course, we quit that? And I, of I'd course, love to take the samples because I'd love to try it first before I dive in. But you realize that packaging is super hard to recycle always. Exactly. Yeah. It's usually yeah. like so. So and also there's been a, a real movement and I think kind of influenced by K-Beauty with single use face masks and all that. So that's that's packaging that, again, won't be recycled won't be I reused. know, too bad. They were fun, too. They were fun. So there are now companies doing reusable face masks, <laughs> okay. right, where it, so it's a reusable enough. pack and you just add the gel <laughs> and, and you can wash the, the cloth. The other thing is, you know, if you are going to pick a brand that's in packaging because you, you don't feel like the packaging free, the naked option is as good or, or works for you, what kind of packaging? Yeah. What is your the end of life of that packaging? Can right. you get there are now makeup brands, for example, that come in like reusable bamboo compacts so you can replace you basically have that compact forever and then you just replace the powders inside. So that's something going on there. So and there's a lot of stuff like that going on with makeup. Yeah. Um, when it comes to hair care and things like that, you know, 
if you really have to buy a brand that is in a plastic bottle, is it made from RPT and it's PET one, so it's easy to recycle? Are you making sure that you're getting it recycled? So that's another thing, right? Are you taking responsibility for the packaging that you buy? Yeah, and are you taking care of it from your household waste? So that's exactly. Super so I think too. you have to put that into your relationship with the beauty. So if you are going to buy a brand that has packaging. Are you going to make sure that it's recycled? Or can you at least choose brands where they're using recycled materials? They're, they're telling you in an easy way how to dispose of the packaging as sustainably as possible. Some brands now have compostable packaging. You know, I remember there was this fantastic brand that was really ahead of its time 15 years ago. And they had a soap bar that was in a box that you could plant the box and it had seeds. Oh, cute. And that's coming up now. So things like that. So there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but, a lot going but I down. think going back to what you first said, divorce yourself from the idea that excess packaging and marketing equals luxury. Ah. Luxury is a beautiful planet that you can enjoy with your family and loved ones. That's luxury. Okay. Those were great words of wisdom to end by Sonali. So, Sonali Figueres, thank you so much for all your work and for the Green Queen website. And Trash Talk listeners, I'm sure a lot of you know about the Green Queen website, but if you don't, it's a great, great source of information about uh, Hong Kong reuse, reduce, recycle, packaging, beauty, food, just how to live your life in a way that's best for the planet. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you so much. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. Fascinating stuff there with Marcy Trent Long and the Green Queen Sonali Figueres about beauty products and sustainability. Uh, uh, the, the Trash Talk should be back next week.